and welcome to Sultiful. Today is Girl Chat. Okay. Hi, and welcome to Sultiful. My name's I'm, I'm Janet. Oh, <laughs> I'm Janet. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Sorry for the little technical difficulties there. Janet is always learning. Yay, yay, yay. Welcome to Girl Chat. Yes. Um, today in Girl Chat, we are starting a series called the Virtual Assistant Series on how to become a virtual assistant. What is our first topic, you guys? Well, let's start with. Okay. Who wants to go first on how did you become a virtual assistant? Well, I would like to first say, what's up, Toya? Hey, hey, Mama George. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're so glad that you're here. And if you have any input on how to become a virtual assistant or if you're interested in being one, hey, just engage with us today. This is uh, always interactive, all right? So since I'm already talking, I might as well go on with it, right? How did how did you become a virtual assistant? Okay, so how Toya became a, a virtual assistant was that Toya was uh, running around Fort Lauderdale with a, a double stroller, you know, at that time. Oh, yeah, I already had six kids, and it was hot. And I have always, have always worked. I had a job. But I just... Um, you know, I didn't know how things were going to go with, with family issues, with job issues. So I knew I needed to do something. I needed to have something else, you know, in the pipeline in the event that things did not go right in my, in my, in my family. If things didn't go right with my with work, um, I needed to have something else going on. And I've always had an urge to start my own business. I didn't know a lot of family members that had done it. But I remember, I, I mean, I was like probably like eight years old. I remember going to Sam's and buying a whole bunch of pickles, add a whole bunch of different spices to it. Said ice T dog deals. That's what they were called. T dog. That's me. T dog deals. And so I've always had the um, unction to start a business, and it just um, you know the timing was right. I must have got my income tax or something, so I had money to start you know the things that I needed. What I felt like I needed at the time to start a business. So um, that's how I started. I start as a bookkeeper because I thought that's what people needed. I didn't do any market research. I didn't really know, but I figured people will pay if I help them keep their books, right? So that's how I got started. What about you, Janet? You're muted. I was going to turn it over to Nakia, but hey, I can go next. No problem at all. Well, funny enough, so my journey was a little bit different. And see, I want y'all to understand. You see how you hear the bird? And the babies in the background, all of that is going to make sense to you somewhere in this series. The ability and the comfortability to work from home. And I'm a grandma, so I am helping my daughter take care of her baby. So anyway, let me tell you how I got here. So it was this funny thing called COVID. You ever heard of that word? Yeah. So let me tell you, um, in March of last year, you know, you got those free those three favorite words, due to COVID, 
you are no longer with the company. What? What you mean? After 20 something years in um, radio and entertainment, I'm no longer, I'm not worth nothing. So, of course, you know, that insult and that injury and that hurt, of course, you're a little dumbfounded. You, you work for corporate America. You've given them your all. You've done everything you're supposed to do. And a situation happened and there's no protection. So, of course, after I got over the, um, the onset of what had happened, in addition, just a little backstory, my mom had just recently passed. So, you know, the psyche, the mindset, it was at disarray. And then when that happened, is of course, what am I going to do now? So after I eventually got over everything, I was like, I love talking to people. I love administration because that's what I did while I worked at the radio station. I was the first person you saw. So I scheduled, I gave out tickets. I was responsible for the communication between the building and us, you know, responsible for the communication. If you were R. Kelly and your management was bringing you there, and made sure you knew where to park, how to get up on the special elevator, how long your interview. So all those things, logistics wise, when we had events, I ran the stage, I booked the talent. I said, why can't I do that from home? Everybody was moving to virtual Zooms and having, so I just decided to transfer all those skills into the virtual assistant industry. And that's how I became a virtual assistant. Nakia, tell us your story. Okay, my story is pretty, I think pretty standard for some people in that my my children were grown. My daughter was graduating from high school. Um, I had a huge medical bill for her and I was going to have an empty nest and I didn't have anything to do. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? You know, there's only so much time you spend with your husband and so many things that you can do by yourself you know, when you're enjoying your free time. And I really did enjoy my job. I've been an administrative assistant for the past 24 years. So I, I just looked for something to do on that line. And I um, saw an ad in a paper for a virtual assistant. I did my research and I said, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, okay. So that, so we all have different journeys, but before we go any further, do you really know what a virtual assistant does? Yeah, let's explain that to you, first of all, so that you have a full scope of what a virtual assistant is and its industry, because it's a big, diverse industry. I just don't want your mind to be small and narrow and be like, oh, you're just a secretary? No, there's so much more. So since we all work from different aspects of it, how about you, Toya, tell them where your lane is in the virtual assistant industry? Yo, so um, I'm sharing my lane. I, sh I share, like I said in the beginning, that when I first started, bookkeeping is where I went to because I thought that's what made sense. And then as I started to kind of watch the trends and, and listen to what people wanted, social media. So I was already doing that at work. I was a social media content specialist. I created content for really big name international companies and I moderated content 
a lot of stuff with content and social media. So that was what I knew. So I said, hey, like you said, Janet, transferable skills, let me bring that uh, into my own business. And so I did social media management for quite a while. Me and Akia were probably the go-to chicks to social for quite a while. And then um, this thing called COVID came. I had a part-time job where I was doing a social, have done it for 10 years. And one day, what did they say, Janet? We've got to make a business. We've had to make a, a business decision. We really appreciate you. Here's your severance package, but we got to let you go, you know? Um, and so when that happened, I really had to shift gears. You know, I no longer had an income. And lo and behold, we were doing these, uh, doing different shows and stuff in our in our group, which we'll talk about more. And I uh, found that there was a need, a, a greater need to be a, a live stream producer, create live stream shows and events. And so that is what I focus on right now, guys. I create shows like this for corporations, large and small, all around the world. Yep. Okay. So see, that's one aspect of being a virtual assistant. Me, I focus on event logistics. And as I stated to you, administrative and customer service. So if you're a business who maybe needs email addresses or contact information of important key individuals so that you may explain your property or your um, your product or what you plan to do. I am the person that doesn't mind calling companies and getting that information for you. Or say that you're having a live stream event and you need the guest booked or you need to make sure that someone's watching the clock or you need help with your run-up show. That's me. That's me. And general administrative services as well as email management, um, keeping your schedule. So see, this is another entity of being a virtual assistant. So you're just not narrowed into one box. That's Nikia, so tell them about you. Well, before I tell them about me, I want to give them the definition of being a virtual assistant. A virtual assistant is a self-employed person who provides professional, technical, administrative, or creative assistance remotely to clients. So when I started my business, I did everything. I'm a notary. I know how to do Adobe PDFs. I did social media. I did everything. I did content planning. I, I just did everything because I thought that's what you needed to do until I figured out that I had to niche down. And then I went back to my true love, which was administration. So that's all I do now. So you see, there are several different dynamics with being a virtual assistant. You can start as broad as you want and then slowly hone into the things that make you passionate or happy about or an industry that you want to work in. I would say, what do you think has made your journey, whether successful or unsuccessful thus far? I think my journey has been eventful. <laughs> um, my journey has been, um, I would say, normal. You know, you have to, you have to have your ebbs and flows. You have to have your ups and downs. You have to have your learning period. You have to have your bumps and bruises. Um, but 
finding my tribe and being able to mentor other people and, and learning that I'm good at that, things like that have, have made me feel successful. Um, Latoya out there says, hi, Latoya. You can't offer everything. That's where a lot of people go wrong. Mm, that's an outstanding comment. What you think about that, ladies? We'll get back to our journey, but what you think about that? That's a true statement. When you learn everything, what is the word? What is the saying? If you have too many masters, you're a master of none or something like that. Hmm. Um, you cannot you cannot fully give your attention to everything. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jane of all trades, that's not a thing. That's not really a thing. We, we, right. we don't we don't do that. <laughs> we have. <laughs> we have put forth efforts. Absolutely. And in all honesty, I am a live stream producer. But Janet, you told us about someone need to help setting up the LLC. I am all over that. That is easy to do, and I will do it. But as far as marketing, uh, you know, what I tell people I do, I, I, I focus. You know what I'm saying? The more that you focus, it's easier to serve people because you kind of you just kind of keep on same thing, same thing. And normally we're like one person shows, and so it is really difficult to. Uh, you know, really make the money that you want to and be able to get through your clients when you're doing a myriad of so many different types of, of things. That's been my experience. And, and, and also, too, when you're in certain industries, you're constantly learning. So you cannot be focused on five main things. In social media, as um, I was talking to Franchelle today in co-working, she said there's always something new, which is true. Mm -hmm. You know, she's learned about Google this week, but she wants to learn about TikTok next week. So, you know, you're always learning something new. So you need that focus, that laser focus to to accurately keep it all, keep it all together. So you don't want to be focused on too many, too many areas. Got another comment okay. from um, Toya. That is why we help other VAs navigate their first steps. It can be a lot. That is yeah. true. It, it truly can be overwhelming. Um, when you first start, um, when I first started and I didn't know where to go, of course, you know, what's the favorite word? Google. So I put it into Google and a site came up. Um, and of course, you know, since it was the top rated site, what do you do? You click on it. And when I went into that group, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, and then I joined the group, so you kept getting notifications. And I was like, I'm not, okay, wait, 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 wait. And it was a tad bit overwhelming. And for me, I'm not that type of person. I don't like to be overwhelmed. So what I did was I sat back and I said, I'm going to search different words to help me find other groups. And that's how I was able to find our group, the Virtual Assistant Sisters Learning, and when I joined that group, that group had about 400 people, maybe 300, somewhere in there. And I was like, okay, this is somewhere I can come in. I can grow. I can learn. It's not too many messages. It's not overwhelming. I don't feel bombarded. You know, it was just a lot. So I was like, okay, this is. And so I appreciated that. I appreciated having your group or our group now mm -hmm. to join and be a part of and able to get some one-on-one -on -one with. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Toya, tell us about your journey. How has your journey been um, as a virtual assistant or live stream producer? 
I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, use that word that Nakia used. And that word was eventful. <laughs> you know, the first couple of years I had a job too, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a big deal. It was, it was kind of play play. I learned a little something, make a little money. What a big deal. I remember when I first got my first $1,000 client <laughs> and that was, that was cool. That was a milestone for me, you know, and, um, you know, but then it, it, it was, it's totally different when you have to depend on you. You don't have that job anymore. And it is, you are a full-fledged entrepreneur. Now that, that right there says, whoo, that's, that's something else. You got to quickly, um, because, because like I said, I lost my job during COVID. I had to quickly get it together and figure out how to make this thing work. And, and I'm grateful that, um, you know, you got to have goals and you got to really meet those goals so you can really, you know, take care of your responsibilities, your family. And, the journey has been eventful. It has highs and lows. I don't care what anybody says. It, it, it does. Um, there's some things I, I miss about having a job. But really, to be honest, this freedom that I, I have, um, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that can compare. So the journey has been eventful. It's been great. I'm so glad to be on this journey. I'm learning new things all the time. I'm helping people all the time. And I'm serving a vast amount of awesome clients. So I'm enjoying the journey. So I would definitely attest to um, the journey with the highs and the lows. Oh yeah, that journey. I am just one year, one month in, and it can be very high. It can be very low. Um, one thing I will tell you is you gotta have patience. Mm -hmm. Patience with yourself patience with others, because you have to remember just as you are traveling this journey, there are businesses who were corporate America, who was used to having 10 people to service them. And now they're down to one. And that in itself is an entity that you, you have to give them time to grasp their mindset around. So please, please, please have patience, enjoy what you're doing, take your time, it definitely will have its highs and lows. But then when you're in your high moment, you're in your high moment. You get that ding from Dubsado. That's a CRM that we use. It says your payment has been made. You get excited. You like, oh, yeah, money. I'm going to the bank. I'm going. Well, you're going to spend it on bills. But anyway, you get excited about that. Or the client books a discovery call, potential new client, potential. You get excited. So it definitely has its highs and lows. And don't forget to collab. Collaboration is a great opportunity for you to learn other things. So the journey has its highs and lows, but you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah, let me reiterate or say again, that part of having freedom and just the excitement. Um, when I open up my email and I see a client has booked the call and just the excitement, like, hmm, I wonder what they need. I wonder how I can service them. And then that one, I'll never forget that when we made it had like me and me and Nakia are, are partners. And when we had like multiple dings of PayPal payments, because PayPal payments hit your back right away. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh shoot. I've had a string of, of checks that have come in lately, but them PayPal payments, they come in right away. And there's nothing that compares to at at your job where you have to wait for a week or for most of us, two weeks, and some mm -hmm. some of us, especially who work for the government, it's a whole month before you get that check. When you own your own business, you can make that determination. You know what I'm saying? Do they pay you up front? Do they pay you half up front and half at the end? You know, you are in control, and it is a blessing and, and awesome to know that you can have that control in your life. 
Because some folks don't know that, but you really can. And the Toya says, find your tribe of support should be one of the first steps so that you have people to learn on and ask questions without a judgment. Yeah, that tribe of support, you need that. Because I'm telling you, it's overwhelming. It is. So Toya is actually, she's out here preaching. I mean, I hope, I mean, I didn't know he was a preacher, Toya, but clearly she is. Like for real, you have to have support. Absolutely. Um, and like, like you need to have a family. You need, you need to have a family out here to ensure that, you know, when, cause today I'm just being transparent. It's been a rough day. It has been a, been a rough day in my personal life and just coming on to co-working today and just discussing, just hearing the awesome things that happened in the kid's life today and in her business and hearing toy with the ideas she had for for what we're doing collectively, that just really helped me to just to center and balance myself and help me to be able to come on the show today and, and be excited. So it is uh, paramount that you have a tribe for sure. Mm-hmm. Start with a plan. Don't just jump all in without the research. The worst thing BBN is to be new, deep in something that you find out that's not for you. Oh, worst thing is to be me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, wait, I didn't get that. So I feel like that's another thing um, about owning your own business. You know, sometimes you just don't know that that you think it's, you know, social, for instance, social media. I think me and the kid were definitely, we're excited because we we were good at it. We enjoyed doing it, but it just got to the point where no more, you know, there were other things that we would wanted to focus on more. And it's number one, it's okay to have that change. And when you don't know, um, you just don't know. Sometimes you actually just got to start doing it before you find out. So, um, but like Toya said, do some research, do some market research. I did a, a training last night through, I think of the SBDC and they talk, they show you how you do the, the research, how you do, how you have the fixed research and you have the, the research that's already out there. And it's just so much that you can do to really put yourself in a good position in starting your business. Yeah. And don't forget to utilize your expertise, the areas that you have been good at. Hone in on those areas. Mm -hmm. Tweak those areas. Make those areas better. If you know you're good at being on the telephone, then get on the telephone and make it work for you. People still need those types of people in their businesses. Remember, we're all adjusting to this new phenomenon. I don't know what this is. I want to call it a phenomenon but our new norm. So things still need to occur, but they need you. So whatever your skill is, if you're good at data entry, make the data entry work for you. There are virtual, there are professionals out there who need virtual data entry codes to help them keep up with their numbers. Yeah, you- everyone has a, um, everyone has a zone of genius. I mean, there's no way that you've been in corporate for 20 years and you don't have a zone of genius. That zone of genius can be turned into a moneymaker. And and that's exactly what I was going to say. That you could be the the calling the calling queen and make a million dollars because you know how to get it on that phone. Let me tell you, it's always amazing to watch Janet on the phone. You know, I can call the same have the same cold call and get hung up on Janet. Well, hey, precious. But hello, handsome. How are you doing today? Can you please send my client, you know, $500 for this new show? Like Janet has that knack, you know, Mm -hmm. so we all have our zone of genius and it can make you a millionaire, a billionaire. Mm -hmm. I've read too much and seen too much of that happen. So yeah, definitely focusing on what you're good at. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
Oh, you're muted, Janet. Yeah, I'm sorry. I started with customer service, but I changed to social media and I'm still evolving. Yeah, that that word pivot. Oh, that's a powerful word when you get into being an entrepreneur. You're constantly pivoting because you're pivoting due to technology and you're pivoting due to you. Mm -hmm. And you're pivoting who you're meeting and talking with and finding. Yeah, pivoting is, is, is going to be your best friend. Last week we had on Coach T, and today Coach T was doing a live. I put it in our group, but she said something that was interesting. She said people want to want to jump out here and start a business and make six and seven figures, and they don't even know how to run their business. They don't know what goes into a business. You know, you have to start somewhere. You have to start it at being a janitor before you can get to being the CEO. So you can't automatically jump into a whole nother space just because you see somebody else there or just because someone else is boasting that they're there. You have to be on your own path, your own journey, and you have to make it yours and go through the bumps and bruises. Absolutely. I think that's that's key. There's a lot of boasting out on these internet streets. You know, people will say all kind of stuff. I'm the I'm the million dollar VA. I can coach you to success. Um, and it's just not true. I've, I've seen it. It's just, it's not true. I know a lot of your coaches who just have decided to be a coach and don't necessarily have the chomps to do that or the expertise or the experience to help. So, um, you know, you actually have to start foundations. You got to get your foundations super. Uh, that's what we recommend anyway. Get your foundations all the way together because what happens is you jump out there and you'll do a whole lot of backtracking. And in that backtracking, you waste time and you waste money. And it's mm -hmm. not necessary. And you could possibly lose the client that you hooked because you don't have an onboarding together. You don't have your systems together. Or you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, all that. So I, I like to say that um, this thing can be done with ease and it can be fun. <clears throat> so take your time and set your foundation. Make sure that it is right before you you know, go full-fledged is my opinion. And what, what would we say is some of those key foundations? Just three foundations that we think someone should have and just, let's not even talk about virtual assistant, just in starting a business. I got mine. It's always get that money. How are you going to get that money? Is your PayPal system set up or, you know, what a Stripe, whatever you're using to collect funds, is your business account ready, your merchant account set up, whatever it is. For me, my number one is make sure that your path to receiving the funds is in place and it is, 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 is nip. Okay. Um, I think that be, as, as coach T said last week, make sure it's not a hobby. You, you make sure you got your, ten, your EIN number, make sure you got your, your sole proprietorship or your, um, your LLC, your state and that you're registered with your licenses and your Duns and Bradstreet number. Make sure you have an actual business. I would definitely say mindset. I didn't realize how important my when you, when you work for corporate America, you don't think about your mindset. You get up, you run over the clock, you hit it, you get up, you go to. But when it's your business, your mindset have to be intact. Your mindset has to be intact for what you may expect that day. And you have to be ready for that other side of your mind that's going to tell you, Janet, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Janet, it's really too much. Janet, you don't have enough time. Whatever your mind, you've got to be ready because that mindset will play trick on you that you might find yourself 
in the bed for three, four days, and now you have decided, no, I don't want to open that business. No. But then you got to shift to that other mind and be like, I can do this. I've relaxed for three, four days. I've got myself together. I needed to re-energize. Here I come out the gate. Mindset. Yeah, that mindset also has to work for you on those days when, when I'm, whoop, I lost my thought. Mindset has to work for you on those days when you um just don't want to do. I lost my thought. Go ahead, y'all. <laughs> I really lost my it's thought. It's all right. Yeah, we'll come right back around to it. Ah, look, and Latoya yes. says, how do you get that foundation in order? It comes with research because you got to know what you need because wherever you're living might have different rules. I know here in Richmond, Virginia, I have to have a business license. So I have to have a business license every year. Whereas in other states, they don't have business licenses. Yeah. Um, speaking of a foundation and, and mindset, I think that it's important that uh, you look at um you know, we, we do say Google, you want to learn all this, go Googling, right? But I think what I've learned about successful entrepreneurs is that they read. So I know with me, um, like I said, that Florida son and my six kids and two in the double stroller, we hit that library and every book I could find about, you know, bookkeeping and starting a business, I was in there. And I think that was very, very helpful to help to develop my mindset in them early stages. So mm -hmm. I think it's important that uh, that you read because that's what I, that's what I found out. All the all the smart people and all those really successful business owners, they read. Hey, Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. hey, sis. What do you think, Jasmine? What do you think? You know, we know that you've been on this entrepreneur journey for a little bit. Like, what do you think is so important with starting your business? What's something foundational? You know, we want to be able to help a whole lot of people who are interested in starting the business or are starting and maybe flopped. You know, we want to help folks. So, what do you, what's paramount for you? Very important in starting your business, Jazz and Toya and, and Commodore. And that that reading comes with a lot of research. You have to take time to do some research because, like I said, you're going to pivot. And when you pivot, you have to research how to get to where you're going. So, definitely reading and research. I remember my point was with mindset. You have to be willing to put in the work because in the beginning, it's only you. So yes, having your own business comes with freedoms, but those freedoms aren't immediate. That's right. They come with work. <laughs> there are going to be many days that it's going to be you sitting there all day long working. It ain't work, W-O-R-K. It's like Rihanna, it's that W-E-R-K, work, 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 for real. It's that kind of work. What she said... <laughs> oh, Jasmine said boundaries. Yes, Jasmine. She didn't say that. Yes, she did. She, she said, said boundaries. boundaries. Ooh, wee. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, wee. Yes. Yes, Jasmine. You are That's so right. right. Jasmine. Do That's it all. Right. Don't ain't good for the health. Do it all ain't good for the health. In this VA business, some people think that with their personal secretaries and personal assistants, and they will be in your texts. In your in your emails and your Voxer, they'll be everywhere they can try to contact you. And I don't know about you, but I've had someone contact me 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So Jasmine is, is so correct. You have to make sure this is a business. And most businesses, what, 9 to 5, whatever the case may be, ensure that you have boundaries with your clients established in the contract, in the welcome email. 
very, very, very early in the relationship. Very early. Make sure that they are aware that you are a partner and not an employee. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Where can VA go to get resources to help them get started? Oh, well, now, there are several resources, but we have a Facebook group that is called Virtual Assistant Sister Learning, and we would love to have you there. And guys, in the group, um, you know, we are all VAs. I posted the, the group link in the comments. And we really are big on collaborating, you know, sharing, helping one another, because it's important to us to be the best, the best at what we do. And we want everybody to eat. So we're, we are very supportive in the group. So if you are interested in being a virtual assistant, or if you are a virtual assistant, come through, sis. And it is for sisters, no dudes, no dudes, because we want every, we want the sisters to feel real, real comfortable. So, so yeah, y'all go to the dude group. Um, Jasmine said, "I just had to establish because I was too, I was a do it all woman, do but it this all. is not good for yeah. your mental health." Yes. Then I just say about that mindset. That mindset. This is what I've done, lady. I set days on when I work on client work. For that day and i asked for a 48 hour window that's very good that's very good so jasmine is making sure that she takes time to work and heal for herself or replenish herself mm -hmm. or or whatever she needs to do for self mm -hmm. i work i complete i feel good i do whatever i need to do i'm ready the next day whatever whatever her mechanism is but mm -hmm. she's letting you know I have, I have this window, so I don't feel stressed. I don't feel pressure that I got to do what you want me to do in five minutes. Mm -hmm. No, you've given me an assignment. I have 48 hours. I can pace myself. And it allows me to do your assignment effectively and efficiently. That's right. That's a good practice. I need to learn that because I'm like too quick with it. Yeah, yeah you, you don't good. even give yourself time to breathe. And, and guys, realize that there is definitely a, a, a different switch, employee mindset and business owner mindset. At work, if they give you an assignment, they, you know, you sit there and you need to work on it. Yeah, I might have to take it home and everything to get it done, you know, but you don't have to do that in your own business. Your health comes first. The way that is best for you to work comes first. So Jasmine, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's a great practice. And that's a practice I don't think she started in the beginning, but it's something she learned along the journey. So that's what's up, Jazz. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So, ja Jan, is that it? Do we got anything else? As we um, well, I was thinking, since we're kind of talking about this, let's tell them about our VA World Conference. Hmm. So you tell them about the VA World Conference. The VA World Conference. As long as my children are not too loud, I'll be happy to tell you about the VA World <laughs> Conference. So the VA World Conference, we did our first one last year. And let me tell you, it was amazing. It was so amazing that I hope that this is a conference that is with, with me for the rest of my life. Um, because in the conference, we were able to um, speak with and learn from women that have been in the game and have done very well. Some were mm -hmm. coaches. Um, you know, some were just, just VAs like us. And it was it's just great to be able to, to really talk and to network uh, with people who are going in the same direction or have gone 
where you've already been or where you want to go. And that's one thing that's really key. You want to be connected with people who have already gone, you know, where you want to go. I know for me, Tasha Booth, you know, she was our keynote speaker. And I think she might be the keynote speaker again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That, 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 for lack of a better term, helpful. She's, she's a million dollar VA. She's a, a, a company, you know, and it really can happen. Um, if you, it, what's interesting, you can go in some of the groups and see where she started just a few years ago, mm-hmm. asking some of the same questions that we asked. Well, how do you do this? Who to connect with? And and she got it. So that's another thing to, to understand. You may have be having a down moment right now or, you know, just mediocre or what have you in your business, but tomorrow could be, you know, that million dollar situation where you've connected mm-hmm. with, the, with the right network and the right people and the right subcontractors to really elevate your business. So, so um, it will empower you, you know, not, not to quit. It'll show you where you can go. You'll be able to communicate, communicate and network with, with other great people. And we have a whole year to, to prepare for it. So what are the tickets, Nakia? What's the price of the tickets? Um, I believe they're $39. $39. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So you can, you know, save up a few dollars a day or whatever. And but whatever you do, definitely recommend that you get your ticket because I, I want us to meet there. I want us all to be able to communicate and connect. And the way that the the software is set up for the for the conference, um, before even the conference, once you pay, we can all continue to network and communicate leading up to the conference. So I'm really excited about that, and we'll put the link to that in there as well. I think the conference also signifies something that most people um don't realize. Um, they say that the net, the market is saturated. Um, the market isn't saturated because everyone brings something different to the table. And also, it also shows that there are um, no competitions. It's all about collaborating. We're all doing something different, even though it may seem similar. Yeah. So it's definitely collaboration over competition. All, all day. And it's, it's early. You know, like I said, we still have about a year until uh, we're going to have the conference. So if you're interested in being um, having a booth at the conference, I mean, there's going to be a lot of eyes on your booth. So just connect with us and we'll be happy to, um, you know, save a spot for you. So since we started the show a little bit different today because we wanted to announce to you our, our series, ladies, what you working on? Hmm. What did I work on? I worked on creating a new employee handbook for my job and I set up a new client that I'm going to be helping with email marketing and upside up. Oh, that's so that's awesome. All right. All right. What about that's you, fantastic. Toya? So, Janet, you know, we have a book release, a live that we're doing live tonight um, for a beautiful client on the West Coast. So I've been looking at the run of the show and just preparing my mind uh, for that. That's that's what I did this day. Okay, okay. Um, today I worked on. I had a few meetings, um, and I met. Um, I had a networking meeting that is going to turn out to a potential client for one of you all. Um, and that's about it. That's the extent. Mm-hmm. I've not been feeling too well today. Me either. I have a headache and a stomachache. I, I would like to say, though, again, um, you know, we talked about the importance of collaborating and having a tribe. Um, the kid down with the she saw a post this morning. Um, actually, it was um, your cousin, right, which has been a guest in the show. And they were looking for a lot of the stuff as we VAs do, um, live stream producing, 
We have another guy that does a video production. We have social media. Uh, we have someone that writes grants. So we were able to, Nakia, she told me about the post. And I was able to tell four or five other people uh, uh, to, to, to let that guy know how we could, we, we have a group of people that could serve, them, serve him. So it's really, really important to have community. It's really, really help, helpful. Everybody yes, can eat. Yes. It also helped. It also helped. It helped me during COVID to have community because working from home was so isolating for me. My mind was racing and I was anxious and things like that. Um, so having my tribe and being able to do virtual co-working with them um, helped me a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay. So we have told you a little bit about our series that we're about to start. And so we'll be doing these almost once a month, um, informing you in some aspect of what the virtual assistant business is, how we um, how we work, the things that we do, broadening your horizon. Maybe you're looking for a virtual assistant. Maybe there's something we can be of help with you in searching, but we just wanted to be more informative and um, educate and provide resources for those of us out there who are virtual assistants or who need further information. Yep. And so with that being said, you know, we like to, we like to showcase our sponsors. None other than Go Black Inc. It's your turn. All right, guys, goblackinc.com, hit me up. Um, what you'll find is my uh, appointment um, program there where you can book an appointment with me. If you're interested in doing a live stream show like this, if you're interested in uh, someone helping you, assisting you with your next live or hybrid event, goblackinc.com can definitely help you. We enjoy doing these. And the, the biggest reason why is because they build no like, and trust. When you look in my eyes, you can right away tell if you trust me or not. When you look at my, you listen to my voice right away, you can tell if, if I get in your nerves or not, if you would want to work with me. So, you know, doing these things, doing this, this live streaming, doing video is extremely, extremely helpful for businesses. So check us out, goblackinc.com. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Go Black Inc. Well, I think that wraps it, bags it. We're done here. Um, do we have any more questions or comments from our audience? No. Um, make sure to check us out at vaworldconference.com. That's once again vaworldconference.com. Our conference is coming up next year, September, in the great old Atlanta. Atlanta, ATL. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. ATL, ATL. Please remember to subscribe, like, share. Um, if you want to be a guest. Let us know. We love to have guests on our show. We love talking and we enjoy providing education and entertainment. And if that's it, any last words, ladies? You want me to click the outro, Janet? I've got that under control. Bye-bye for now. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, and welcome to Soul Support.